Hello and welcome to the program, UFO Warning. In this episode, we're talking about the Deep State releasing 500 UFO reports. That's correct. The Deep State releases 500 UFO reports. In fact, it's just over 500. This article comes to us from Politico.com. It's written by Byron Render and Kelly Garrity, dated today, January 12th, 2023. Dateline 3 p.m., so this just came off the press. It says, spy agencies report hundreds more UFO sightings since 2021. Many of the over 500 unidentified aerial phenomena appear to perform maneuvers that are highly advanced. That's a subtitle. Many of the over 500 unidentified aerial phenomena, of course, you and I, that's UFOs, perform maneuvers that are highly advanced. In other words, these things are doing, doing things that defy the laws of physics. It says national security agencies are studying hundreds of new reports of UFOs, including many that appear to perform maneuvers that are highly advanced, the nation's top intelligence official reported on Thursday. In total, 510 unidentified aerial phenomena observed in protected airspace or near sensitive facilities have been compiled as of August last year, according to the report to Congress from the Director of National Intelligence. So in total, over 510. Now, note here it says protected airspace or near sensitive facilities. Now, I was watching a I was watching a, a uh, interview on a, a YouTube channel, and uh, the guy was interviewing a former uh, drug cartel pilot from many many years ago, and he was describing the difference uh, between flying an airplane in the '70s compared to flying it today. As he explained it, the radar that the United States has is so sensitive, okay, it can that it bounces up off of the upper atmosphere, and back down onto the ground and water. He said that stuff is so sensitive that they could uh, track a submarine coming up out of the water. They could track the periscope. So this, this he said this radar, the radar capabilities that the United States has, uh, they've got 360. I mean, it's, it's all the way around. He said back in the 70s, you could fly a little airplane in, you know, under the radars, they would say, and land it somewhere. He said today, that's not possible. The military radar that we use to protect our country has become so advanced. Like he said, they could radar you walking across the border. So understanding this, understanding that we have radar uh, monitoring and capabilities in this country that are so advanced that they absolutely know where every piece of equipment, every mass is that's that's in the air. They can track this thing just, just like a big 3D model. Why in the world are we constantly told that these UFOs that show up are drones floating around? Floating around nuclear bases, floating around military bases. Why on earth, if these things are actually drones, like the ones that showed up in Colorado a couple of years the, or down in, in Pennsylvania... If we have the kind of radar that we do, and we know we do, and we have the kind of military that we know that we have, why are we tolerating for one second an unknown mechanical drone flying around a nuclear installation? Blow that thing out of the sky for crying out loud. If, it's a, if it is a national security threat, 
then it should be eliminated. I'm sick and tired of reading these articles and being told, well, what the pilot actually saw was a drone. Number one, why in the heck didn't you, didn't you know that drone was there? You've got 360 radar. That thing should be tracked, and that pilot should be notified so that he can avoid a, a collision with it. So that tells me right there that when they're constantly saying, this is a drone, that's a drone, this is a balloon, that's nothing but pure uh, lies. Because we have the radar capability of tracking every single drone and balloon that's flying across the country. And why are we putting uh, jet fighter pilots up there with these planes that cost 70, 80, 100 million dollars? Why are we jeopardizing them with a collision with one of these things when we have already the capability of tracking all this stuff? I cannot. I mean, I know there's a lot of incompetence in the government, but I cannot believe that they are so incompetent that they are not tracking drones, weather balloons, a Cessna airplane, a flock of geese, and that they are incapable of informing our pilots when one of these things might be in their flight path. That's the first thing. And if they are that incapable, then we need new management. Okay, off my soapbox. The article goes on and says... Of those 300, of these 510, they're talking about 510 sites, uh, in total, 510 unidentified aerial phenomena observed in protected airspace or near sensitive facilities have been compiled as of August last year, according to the report to Congress from the Director of National Intelligence. Of those, 366 were gathered since the preliminary assessment was published in 2021 an increase attributed to a reduced stigma around reporting and a better understanding of the intelligence and safety threats that the phenomena may pose. Look, if you're a pilot flying one of these fighter planes at 5, 6, 7, 100 mile an hour or, or more, you already understand that smashing into a drone at 700 mile an hour is probably going to be life-threatening. Okay? There's no increase in that. They would have had to have been you would have had to have been an idiot not to understand that before. If we're getting increased reports, it's simply because Congress is applying pressure. The pilots are becoming uh, uh, a little bit more, you know, more, more liable to report it because they feel less threatened on their jobs. And but mainly, it's public pressure. People are demanding that this stuff is reported. And secondly, people are filming these things all over the world and posting the videos online. So it's at the point where the deep state has to admit, at least to some degree, that yeah, these things exist. Because the fact is, it's 2023. I mean, most of the world owns a cell phone. So people are simply taking their phones out and recording these things, video recording them, and then they're posting them online. So it's getting to the point where even the brain-damaged debunkers can no longer say, hey, they're not real. It's at that point. It's so obvious. It says more than half of these new of those new sightings, most of which came from Navy and Air Force pilots, exhibit unremarkable characteristics, according to the report. See how they're soft-selling it? Well, half of the reports are unremarkable, but the other half are remarkable. So what are we going to focus on? Well, let's focus on the unremarkable ones. 26 were characterized as drones. Again, if you had 26 situations where drones were in, pro were in close proximity to one of our fighter pilots, then that should be condemned. 
as 26 failures on the part of the military to locate, discover, and warn our pilots about those drones. Our pilots are being endangered for no good reason. Because, as I said, they know we have the capacity and the capability to track these things. Why aren't they doing their job then? It says 163 were labeled balloons or balloon-like entities. First off, who in the world is releasing all these stupid balloons? We need some legislation for balloon control. I mean, is it at the point where any idiot can walk out into the desert or walk out into their suburban backyard and just release a giant balloon that could happen to collide with a passenger airplane? Uh, is our air safety protocol that nuts that any idiot can release a balloon and endanger a passenger load full of people? If it is, then we need to have something done about that. Now, we know that if you're a 16-year-old kid and you're stupid enough to shine a laser pointer at an airplane going overhead, they can triangulate your location, and there's a pretty good shot that you're going to be getting a visit from some men in black, and they're going to be bringing handcuffs with them. So if we can do that, why can't we control the release of all these balloons? What in the world? And secondly, what is a balloon-like entity? That's a new one to me. Is that something that it's a cross between a drone and a balloon? Somebody just uh, filled a garbage bag full of helium and let it up? I don't know. And six were described as clutter. Clutter? I've got another word I could use for that. Yeah, it comes out of the back end of a cow. Clutter. That still leaves 171 sightings. However, some of which appear to have demonstrated unusual flight characteristics or performance capabilities. Yeah, in other words, when they've lied about, dismissed, debunked, and just ignored two-thirds of them, there's still 171 left that were so obvious, that were so clear, that they couldn't deny them, that they had to address them. It says, the report says, few other details were provided about these unidentified entities. Well, no, because it's scary. And we're not going to tell you. Though the report noted that no U.S. aircraft has ever collided with a UFO and observing them has caused no adverse health effects so far. Now, we know that's an absolute lie. Because just last week we did the podcast on the study out of Stanford, out of Stanford where they uh, interviewed, x-rayed, and studied, I believe it was like 200 people that had showed injuries after being in close proximity of a UFO. These are government employees, specifically pilots. They said that the injuries on the x-rays were had, was the same kind of uh, nerve tissue damage that you saw from an MS patient. Okay, The immune system's been compromised somehow. It's overreacting, trying to protect itself, and it's causing these injuries. That was a study out of Stanford. We just saw it. They just did it this past year. And it involved government employees. Over 200 of them were in it. I'll have to go back and look, but at least 100 of them sustained injuries. This is a government-funded study. So to sit there and say that there's been no adverse health effects, that is a bald-faced lie. Oh, my gosh. I'm sorry. I'm getting worked up here. The 12-page report, which does not detail when each of the sightings occurred, is an unclassified summary of a secret version that was delivered to Congress and was required as required and was required by last year's National Defense Authorization Act. 
Yeah, they got the typed out version. You got the crayon version. It is the latest installment in a growing campaign by Congress in recent years to force the military and spy agencies to take the sightings more seriously and better coordinate efforts to study them as a potential national security threat. Lawmakers also want agencies to be more forthcoming with information that has not been shared with oversight committees. You know, they wanted to be more forthcoming in 1966 when Gerald Ford asked for some transparency. No, I ain't seeing it. Other top officials have said in recent weeks that they have not uncovered any evidence so far that the unidentified vehicles are otherworldly in origin or indicate the existence of a non-human entity. Well, I'll just put that in the stupid can and move on. But they insist they are keeping an open mind. We have not seen anything that would lead us to believe that any of the objects that we have seen are of alien origin, Ron Moultrie, Undersecretary of Defense for Intelligence and Security, told the reporters at a brief about the report's release. If we find something like that, we will look at it and analyze it and take the appropriate actions. Oh, I'm sure they will. The Pentagon's recently established all-domain anomaly resolution office, which was mandated by Congress last year, is serving as the focal point for that government-wide investigation. Yeah, they'll get right on that. Quote, As a physicist, I have to adhere to the scientific method, and I will follow that data and science wherever it goes, said, Sen- said Sean Kirkpatrick, director of the AARO. Yes, follow the science. Where have we heard that before? But officials have also insisted... They are just at the beginning of a full-scale effort, drawing on multiple military and civilian agencies and government contractors to study UFOs. Well, we've got to get the government contractors in there, don't we? We, Because if we didn't have government contractors, where would all of the retired deep state employees go? And how would they make money if they couldn't monetize videos on YouTube that were given to them by current deep state employees in a parking lot at the Pentagon, allegedly. The DNI report also follows the passage of the National Defense and Intelligence Authorization Act for fiscal 2023, which dedicates 34 pages to aerial phenomena and mandates a series of additional steps for the Defense Department and Intelligence Agency. Really? How do you how do you mandate something to an organization that doesn't even have to tell you where they're spending the money at? They got black budgets, baby. How are you going to make them do anything? The latest legislation which President Joe Biden signed in December does not refrain from seeking answers to some of the most provocative and hotly debated questions that was swirled around the UFO topic for decades. Well, it would have been helpful if he would have known what he was signing. But who knows? Those include whether the government or its contractors have been secretly hiding crashed UFOs or whether personnel have suffered health problems after encounters. Now, we know that John Greenwald tried to get information about a UFO metamaterial from 1953, and he got a blacked-out piece of paper. So they ain't talking about that. And as I said... We did the podcast just a few days ago, maybe a week ago, about the study from Stanford where they x-rayed all these people, government employees who had been exposed, and they said pilots, who had been exposed to UFOs, had UFO encounters. And they showed x-rays of the damage done to these folks. So yes, 
Yes, there are health problems related to these encounters in some cases. It requires the Pentagon and DNI to recreate to create a secure system for reporting phenomena without fear of reprisal. Sure. That includes calling on people to come forward with any knowledge of retrieved materials from unidentified craft or any secret efforts to reverse engineer UFO technology. Oh, this is laughable. Do you think those guys are going to come forward and talk to you? And do you think their life would be worth an onion if they did? My goodness. It goes on and says, We want to make sure service members and other members of the military that when they come forward with data and information and videos that they can accurately give this information without having their career snuffed or being dismissed or disregarded in some way, said Senator Kirsten Gilderbrand, Democrat in New York, a member of the Armed Service Committee and Intelligence Committee who has been a leading sponsor of recent UFO legislation, told the Brian Lehrer Show on December 21st. We'll just go back and take a look at some of the people that have come forward in the last 15, 20 years. <laughs> Suicide rate seems to be awfully, awfully high. The new defense bill also requires the AARO to deliver within 18 months an historical record on government UFO reports dating to 1945, including any program or activity that was protected by restricted access that has not been explicitly and clearly reported to Congress. Now, you know, we've talked on this show about how they set up these non-governmental agencies where they are on a on a limited access basis or a no access basis if you're not part of the deep state group. You're never going to find out where they've buried this stuff. It goes on and says, that is going to be quite a research project, if you will, into the archives and going backwards in time, Kirkpatrick said. Top Pentagon officials also insist they are committed to trying to unearth any buried secrets about UFOs that national security agencies have been accused of shielding, even from congressional oversight committees and top officials in the executive branch. Well, they can start off by releasing some of these files that Greenwald's asked for without, without being blacked out. Okay, just start with the 1953 UFO metamaterial files. Just release Elizondo and Tom DeLong to tell us what they've seen. Ask Tom DeLong to tell us what he saw in that secret lab that kept him awake for three days in a row. Remember that comment? Because they ain't talking about it. It says, the newly signed legislation also mandates an intelligence collection and analysis plan to study characteristics, origins, and intentions of the vehicles. Kirkpatrick said the Pentagon officials is developing a focused collection campaign using both traditional and non-traditional sources and senses. Uh, traditional and non-traditional. That, so that means guys that are currently on the payroll working for the deep state and guys that are in semi-retirement or retirement that did work for the deep state. Or maybe retired guys who now have their own companies or maybe just useful dopes that have companies and that will say whatever you want to say and keep the narrative that you want to keep going. Just, I don't know, a thought. More data will help build a more com complete picture and support the resolution of anomalous phenomena, Kirkpatrick said. Yeah. NASA is also stepping up its efforts to assist the overall investigation. Oh, they're right on it. NASA, the, the agency that has, what, 2 million photos of the moon, we said? And they've only released a couple dozen of them because they just haven't had time to get around to it. NASA. 
they can't release a freaking picture of the moon. But they're going to be the ones in charge of investigating UFOs. NASA. The same folks that every time on the live feed, some big ship shows up. Oh, live feed went off. Right, those guys. The same people that when uh, the ship was shown going into and out of the sun. Oops, live feed quit working. NASA. Yeah, you can depend upon NASA for transparency. Yep, no problem. One focus is to determine whether any of its satellites or other space sensors have picked up any UFO activity. Now, we know they have because the Navy's already come out and told us that they have certain cases where there are UFOs that have been spotted by satellite, by the gun cameras on the fighter pilots, and by cameras on the ground. Okay, They've got them photographed and reported from all three sources, from, the, from, from space, from the pilot himself, and from the ground. You can look that up. They have 3D saturated radar imagery. They have it. Just like in a video game. They can locate and video and record every object in the sky. If they couldn't, the dope dealers would be bringing in the coke and the fentanyl and everything else by, in trainloads on small airplanes. The reason they're trying to ship it across the border or bringing it in on boats is because they've got the airspace covered. Okay? Covered. It says, the NASA panel is, schedu <clears throat> is scheduled to issue its own report in July. Yeah, that ought to be a doozy. Now, there's another article on this, and I'll just finish up with this. This is from Vice.com. It says, Pentagon's new UFO report, 247 new UAPs just dropped. Some of these uncharacterized UAP appear to have demonstrated unusual flight characteristics or performance capabilities and require further analysis. And this is by Matthew Gully, Gold. Let's see if I can see it here. Galt. <clears throat> Came out today also, December 12th, excuse me, January 12th, 2023. On Thursday, the Director of National Intelligence released a new report on UFOs in 2022. Something it is now required to do by law. According to the report, the new Pentagon agency studying the phenomena of strange things seen in the sky processed 247 fresh UFO sightings last year. After a surge of public interest in UFOs, what the Pentagon now calls unidentified aerial phenomena, or UAPs, a wave of high-profile witness reports from credible sources like Navy fighter pilots, the Pentagon is... <clears throat> Excuse me. The Pentagon established the All Domain Anomaly Research Resolution Office (AARO). The goal of the AARO is to study the phenomena of UFOs. The same government acts that created the AARO required the Pentagon to report to Congress and the public about its activities. Gazana says. This new report is a high-level summary of the U.S. military's investigation into UFOs since its initial report on the matter in 2021. In addition to the 144 UAP reports cover, <clears throat> covered during the 17 years of UAP reporting included in the Office of Director of National Security Preliminary Assessment, there have been 247 new reports 
and another 119 that were either discovered or reported after the preliminary assessment's time period. This totals 510 UA reports as of August 30th, 2022. According to the report, the Pentagon has been fielding more reports about the UAPs in the last year and that most of these reports have come from U.S. Navy and Air Force pilots. I don't know how you get any better than that. <clears throat> You're talking about a combat pilot. If he can't tell you what a UFO is, who can? And the observed increase in the UAP reporting rate is particularly due to a better understanding of possible threats that UAP may represent, either as safety of flight hazard or as potential adversary collection platforms, and potentially due to reduced stigma surrounding UAP reporting, the report said. This increased reporting allows more opportunities to apply rigorous analysis and resolve events. Well, it's going to require a lot more work covering them up, too. The report has acknowledged that some of those 247 sightings, when chased down, had reasonable explanations. Multiple factors affect the observation or detection of a UAP, such as weather, illumination, atmospheric effects, or the accurate interpretation of sensor data, it said, regarding review or analysis of UAP events, ODNI and AAR operate under the assumption that UAP reports are derived from the observer's accurate recollection, blah, blah, blah. Look, the guy's flying the airplane. He looks out the window. He sees a UFO. He reports it. I don't need a bunch of uh, hoogaboo over that. It's your pilot. You spent hundreds of thousands of dollars training this guy. He's got to have a four-year degree and a non-existent criminal record. The last I knew, these guys couldn't even have a speeding ticket. Okay? They're squeaky clean. they got to pass an IQ test that most of us probably couldn't pass. Okay? They've got to go through physical training. They're physical and mental specimens that you put in those airplanes to protect the country. Okay? The best of the very best. If I can't trust... A Navy, Air Force pilot, whatever, to tell me that he saw a UFO. I don't need some desk jockey second-guessing the man. My goodness. In addition to the 20, 247 new reports, the AARO also investigated an additional 144 reports of sightings that occurred before the Pentagon got so interested in the topic. When it started to chase down these events, most of them turned out to be balloons. Or balloon-like entries. Oh, yes, the balloons. Why not just say swamp gas? Like I said, you got the best radar the world has ever seen. You can track every single airborne object. If there's that many balloons floating around unattended, get a handle on the balloons. Of the 366 total new reports, 26 look to be drones of some kind. There again... If some moron is flying a drone in the immediate vicinity of a fighter pilot, we're talking 20, 30,000, 40,000 feet, triangulate that drone, find out who the moron is operating it, and then send someone to talk to him the same way you would if some moron was pointing a laser pointer at a passenger plane. Send over the men in black with a pair of handcuffs, crying out loud. It says... And six were clutter, which the report defined as birds, weather events, or airborne debris like plastic bags. Yeah, very common for plastic bags to be flying around at 30,000, 40,000 feet, I'm sure. 
I'm sure, and to be mistaken by a UFO. The remaining 171 reports, uncharacterized and unattributed UAP reports, defy easy explanation. The report said some of those, some of these characterized UAPs appear to have demonstrated unusual flight characteristics or performance capabilities and require further analysis. Yes, they require further analysis. You know what? But it doesn't require a rocket scientist to further analyze these things. We simply don't understand them. But it's clear they are not man-made. It's clear they are not a natural weather phenomenon. It is clear they are not a drone or a weather balloon or a plastic bag. They are some type of strange phenomenon acting in ways we don't understand. But they are so clear and they are so obvious that when you see one, you will know it. Until the next time, this is UFO Warning, over and out. (laughs) 